Falcons fans, welcome in. It is episode 29 of Out of Your Falcon Mind, an Atlanta Falcons fan cast. My name is John. As always, I'm your host, and I am truly flying solo today. Uh, Mike is is working this week, um, and Troy was supposed to join me tonight and uh, go through some wide receivers, uh, but he was off last week from work and slammed this week, so he, he couldn't uh, make it tonight. So it's just me, and that's okay. I want to run through basically some running backs that the Falcons might uh, be interested in taking in this year's draft. Um, I've got about 10 or 11 of them. There's obviously more than that in the draft. I wasn't going to go sit there and watch film on every single one, uh, especially uh, the later, later, later round guys or the possibly undrafted guys. Um, nobody wants to hear that, and I don't have time to do all that. So I've got uh, about 11 guys. I added one late um, that kind of caught my attention at the Senior Bowl that I'll get into um later on in the show but uh before we get into that guys uh as always you guys can listen to us or watch us on youtube if you choose to if you're watching us on youtube uh please click like and please subscribe uh you're already here so just subscribe would be great it really helps us out as far as getting uh you know, it uh, helps more people find us, especially more Falcons fans when they're searching for videos. And we'll soon start streaming these things live probably on YouTube, maybe Twitter, maybe both. Um and I've said that a few times, but we are going to start doing that relatively soon um and also if you're listening to us on itunes or spotify uh drop us a five-star review if you write a few words for us on itunes i will gladly or we will gladly shout it out on the show uh we so much appreciate that because it definitely helps us get more recognition and more easily findable for any falcons fans looking for new podcasts and since we are a new podcast we've only been around really since october uh so you know uh all, the more positive publicity we can get the better uh, and the cooler things we'll start doing and be able to do and keep this thing going longer because we are having a blast doing it as we said it several times before um and looking ahead on saturday's show if you guys uh we're going to record on saturday as well uh mike will be back uh, for that one and if you're on twitter at all or around falcons twitter and you're familiar with the uh, pound for pound guys um jr for sure is going to join us toby might join us um, but looking forward to that. They were both down at the Senior Bowl last week uh, and got to see a lot. So we're, you know, going to dive into what that experience was like and, and who they liked, who surprised them, who, you know, didn't they like. You know, we'll get into and just, you know, some general Falcons talk with those with those guys. So uh, they're they're great. So if you haven't checked found checked out Pound for Pound, go do that. They have a great YouTube channel. They stream live on there. Um, so yeah, definitely check them out. Um, so anyway, that's Saturday at two o'clock and I will get that probably uh, out to everybody probably later that day. So that'll be out too. So, and next week, Troy probably will be back with me covering receivers. Now we'll have another position group that we're going through at that point. Um, but so since it's just me and it's just running backs, let's just get into it. Uh, I've been watching a lot of film over the last week or so on these different running backs and reading different reports, getting different opinions. Uh, kind of making my own opinion. Some of the guys I've watched a lot of throughout the season or throughout their couple of years, two or three years in, in, in school, some I haven't. Uh, so I had to do some little extra work on some of them. But let's just start out with Kenneth Walker from Michigan State, who seems to be, for the most part, the consensus number one back in the draft. Um, there's not a there's not a true, I guess, just amazing, just eye-catching. There's, there's not a first-round running back in my opinion this this year um that i would spend a first round draft pick on um even in the falcons even though we need a a, a running back clearly i mean uh looking ahead to next year 
you know, I don't see a reason to bring Mike Davis back. He's a great human being and all, but I, I don't – the production wasn't there for us this year. I don't see – I would like to see Cordell back, CP back. Um, I don't know that the money's going to work out there. I think there's going to be offers for him from other teams that are going to be pretty substantial just based on what he did this year, based on what Debo Samuel did, uh, pretty much in the same role uh, over in San Francisco. So, um it just depends. There's so much. I mean, there's the Calvin Ridley thing. There's what are we going to do? Uh, extending Grady, extending Matt. We just we don't know yet. We don't know what's going to happen with the salary cap. So uh, it's going to depend on a lot of variables, whether or not he's back or not. So uh, in the in, in the scenario that neither he or Davis is back, um, our running back room is basically Quadri Allison. So we're going to have to draft a, a running back. Um, I can see that happening in day two, day three. Uh, if a few of these guys are here in particular, um, and if it's the best player there, you know, there are obviously other needs. We've pretty much need to draft an entire team based on our needs. Uh, if you look at some of the, uh, um, the draft, the mock drafts and stuff like that, based on uh, what we, you know, our top priorities are obviously edge rusher is up there. Um, safety corner inside line, you know, inside offensive linemen, interior linemen on defense. There's a lot of things we need. So uh, running back, definitely one of them. And like I said, there's not, um, there's a lot, there's, I'd, I'd be happy with any of these guys to be honest with you, because it's going to be an upgrade from what we have. So, I mean, I'm not going to, uh, there's definitely guys I like better than others. And I think there's guys that fit our, uh, our team and what Arthur wants to do a little bit better than some of the other guys do, which I'll get into that. Um, but anyway, getting back to Kenneth Walker, like I said, he's probably for the most part, the consensus number one. And it's kind of, you know, you can tell when you watch, uh, he's five foot 10, he's 210 pounds, uh, 262 rushing attempts this year, 1,634 yards at a 6.2 average per clip. Uh, pretty solid 18 touchdowns, 13 catches for 89 yards. So not really utilized a whole lot out of the backfield as a receiver. Um, but watching the guy run, man, he runs pissed off, uh, which is great to see. Um, he finishes runs brutally most of the time. He's he's going forward. Uh, he's not afraid of contact. Um, explosive out of his cuts. Uh, very decisive. When he sees a hole, he attacks it. He goes right through it. Um, runs through arm tackles, runs through leg tackles. Uh, he's got really good field vision. Um, he did, I saw a pretty good – well, a few of the uh, games I watched, uh, some really good stiff arms. Uh, he does have the ability to catch the ball. He just wasn't utilized really that well or that much with that, I should say. Um, but he looks natural. He looks natural catching it. Um, some of the downsides, uh, sometimes, I don't know if he just division, uh, the, the, the entire field vision maybe he's not there or uh, he just kind of sees he likes contact. I don't know. But uh, there's a few times I watched that, you know, he, he, he's running into the crowd rather than where he can bounce it outside possibly. And get more yards. He's running straight into that to, to that crowd. So that's sometimes a case uh, a, a problem. Uh, doesn't have that breakaway, a second level, second gear, just burning speed that's going to just you know torch through a defense uh, that I could see. Another thing is he really wants no part of pass protection. Um, he rarely squares up to a rusher, uh, which for me is huge, especially in our offense, especially with Matt as our quarterback. Um, we need all our protect. He needs all the protection he can get. So we've got to have a running back that is not afraid to get in there, square up, and take on a blitzer, take on a defensive end, chip when he needs to. You know, all those things are going to be important for us. Um, uh, so I don't know that. Like I said, this, he's likely going to be the number one back taken off the board. Um, there was some guys that definitely improved their stock last week at the Senior Bowl. 
um, and the combine is yet to to happen. So I'm sure there'll be some guys there at the end, at the underwear Olympics that uh, really show out and uh, maybe run up the board too a little bit. But um, I don't know that he'll be there when we pick in the second round, and I'm not too upset if he's not because, like I said, he's even though he is the number one consensus back for the most part all the experts uh he's not who i would pick for our team um uh, looking at pff i did look at the pff grades for these guys too so i'll share those um last year he was 89.3 overall he's 81.7 uh with gap schemes and a 91.8 zone so an 89 this this is where he shows you know really i mean you get, and a lot of this stuff though is really kind of based it's kind of subjective based on the amount of carries they get um you know, the guys that didn't have as many carries, obviously they're going to be lower in these stats. But at 262 attempts, he was number one in missed tackles forced with 89, number one in yards after contact, 1,168 yards. So basically he had 1,634 total rushing yards. Almost 1,200 of those came after first contact. So pretty solid. And he had 30-plus carries of 15-plus yards. Uh, so that was first in all three of those categories. So I sound kind of stupid saying I wouldn't take him. Uh, but I just, like I said, I, with our other needs and a few of the other guys that uh, I'm going to go through that I really like, uh, I don't, I don't know, you know, if he's the best player available, again, I'm not shedding any tears. We need to, we need a good running back. Uh, he'd have to learn some better pass protection and get that down, but I'm not going to be upset if we draft him. Um, but yeah, so that's pretty much it on, on uh, Mr. Walker there. Uh, moving on, let's just go straight to, let's see, Kyron Williams, Notre Dame. Five foot nine, 200 pounds, not a big guy. 204 attempts, 1,002 yards, 14 touchdowns, 4.9 yards per care, or average, um, and 42 receptions for 352 yards. So he does receive the ball quite a lot out of that offense. Um, very loud on his feet, partially due to his size. Um, great balance, though, very explosive. Uh, can make anyone miss in space, especially a lot of the a lot of the games I watched. That was one of the most impressive things that stood out to me. Um, good footwork, good vision. Uh, he can, you know, a lot of, some of the plays I watched, it looked like it should have been a negative play. He was caught in the backfield, but he was able to get out of it, wiggle out of it, and actually turn it into positive plays. Uh, even with his size, he was not afraid to jump into pass protection. Um, doesn't always work out well for him because he's not the biggest guy in the world, but he is willing to do it. Um, not awesome when first contact was made. Uh, he, you know, he, like I said, I think a lot of it's just due to his size. Um, but, uh, you know, he could, he could make a few improvements uh, just here and there. I could see him really kind of, you know, making, making himself into a pretty good running, NFL running back. Uh, and the last thing really that I didn't, that it wasn't great that I saw is he didn't always drive through the end of runs. Uh, he wasn't like always falling forward, always kind of finishing it strong like you want to see a lot of guys do. Um, but like I said, overall, not too bad. Uh, 81.2 overall PFF grade, 58 missed tackles forced, 19th uh, in that, 757 yards after contact, 32nd. He had a zone rush, rushing grade of 69 and a gap grade of 82. So obviously better between the tackles and up the middle and just in that gap uh, scheme, really, um, rather than the zone. Uh, but, you know, uh, again, I don't another guy that I don't really see us taking uh, wouldn't be my top choice. Uh, and then moving on to let's see Brees Hall. I really like Brees Hall from Iowa State. Uh, six foot one, 220 pounds, big dude. Uh, 251 rushing attempts, 1,460 yards, 5.8 average, 
20 touchdowns, 37 receptions for 310 yards, also a very versatile back in that aspect. Uh, his short area explosiveness is, is awesome. Um, very elusive. He can get in and out of crowded areas without any problem whatsoever. Um, his vision, though, he may have some of the best vision out of all these guys in the draft that I watched. Um, he, and once he gets to the second level, he's making different cuts. He's setting up defenders um, to miss. He, he, may, he makes them take bad angles. Uh, he's very, very impressive in that when it comes to that. Got a pretty killer stiff arm. Um, the only thing, contact balance can be a little bit uh, iffy here and there. Uh, but he's a good he's a good blocker. Um, he can obviously catch with those uh, receptions that he had. Uh, not is overly. He's not like a with his size. You'd think he would be just a brutally powerful back. He's not as powerful as you would think with that size. Um, and it kind of you can kind of see a little bit on film, but uh, it's not not really the big deterrent for me. Um, sometimes he can be uh, a few of the games I watched a little it looks like a little tentative. Wasn't quite sure you know super decisive like you like to see but again not not something I'm, I'm losing any sleep over uh and then doesn't wasn't fantastic with um breaking tackles in some of the cases I saw but again like I said I'm just nitpicking here uh his PFF overall gray was 86 he was 86 in the zone and 74.7 gap uh, 74 missed tackles forced, which was 10th overall, and 713 yards to contact, which was 40th overall, which, again, with his attempts, so he had a higher attempt, right? So he was at 251 attempts. So you'd kind of like to see that yards under contact a little bit better than that. Uh, but like I said, I mean, uh, overall, I would be very okay with, uh, with with Brees Hall if that was happened, if he happened to fall to us. Um, next up is Damian Pierce from florida and this is a guy who really improved his stock uh last week at the senior bowl i had not watched i mean obviously in the being in the sec he's, he's from florida uh from the gators so i saw a little bit of him and i mean a little bit because he's only he only rushed for 100 attempts last year and he had 106 the previous year um dan mullen uh for whatever reason just did not use him very much and i can't for the life of me figure it out why other than dan mullen just not a very smart dude um but yeah, he had 100. He was number one, he's five foot 10, 215 pounds. He had 100 attempts for 574 yards, five, obviously 5.7 yards in the average, 13 touchdowns, uh, 19 receptions for 216 yards. Uh, so clearly, number one, he doesn't have a lot of tread on the tires. I mean, he's barely been used uh, through a couple of years at Florida. So he's very fresh, to say the least. Um, but this dude, man, he can, uh, he bursts through arm tackles. Really good balance, uh, pretty decent lateral movement back and forth. Uh, short bursts are okay. Uh, he's not as explosive like when he first gets the ball, like, you know, busting through the line. Uh, once he, he takes a little bit to get going, but once he gets going, um, he's, he's a tough one to bring down for sure. Um, doesn't have the, the breakaway speed like some others, um, but it's good enough speed. I mean, he's going to make a lot of guys miss and, you know, um, very fast feet, good vision. Uh, dude is physical as hell. He finishes his runs, always going forward. Uh, very good receiver. Um, very strong in pass protection. Uh, as he looked, a lot of the stuff I watched, I mean, he was squaring up to almost every guy that was coming through, and he strikes the hell out of them. I mean, he does. He lets them know. Um, so he, he, you know, that that's definitely a plus for us in our offense. Um, like I already mentioned, in the backfield, doesn't have that short explosiveness when he first, you know, gets the ball from the quarterback. Um, 
it could be a little bit more patient. Sometimes he doesn't wait for his blockers. He kind of will rush into something when he, you know, give it just an extra second or so and let it, let the blocks kind of set up and he could probably get a few more yards. Um, sometimes kind of like, like, like Walker, he can kind of get in, get into crowded areas uh, when he could have cut outside uh, that I saw a few times, but um, overall just very underutilized at Florida. I mean, I would, uh, I would jump on this dude if he's there and then it, it seems like it's a, you know, a good pick for us if he's later on, uh, which he could be, but he could also be moving up. I definitely think he made himself some money last week. There's no doubt about that. Um, 92 overall PFF grade. Again, this is based on 100 attempts, so it's a little bit skewed. Uh, 91.5 zone grade, 86.5 gap, uh, 39 forced missed tackles, and 365 yards after contact. So, again, those didn't even register as far as what uh what ranking it was because with 100 attempts <laughs> it doesn't really matter um but again like i said pretty impressive dude i, I would be uh, i'd be just fine with him uh going on isaiah spiller from texas a&m six foot one 215 pat well they say 215 to 225 somewhere around there uh, 178 attempts 1016 yards 5.7 average six touchdowns 25 receptions 489 yards so this dude's a pretty thick physical back. Um, he's always going forward. His pass protection is pretty good. Uh, very open, very good open field blocker. I, I saw a few times where he was just, you know, out blocking for other guys uh, downfield, which is nice to see. Um, not just sitting there watching, you know, from the from the, from the back. Um, he runs best between the tackles. Um, he sometimes can't make that outside. He can't get quite outside sometimes because of the short burst is not quite there. Um, but very, very dangerous in short yardage, uh, very good feet, very, I mean, they're always moving and, uh, very good vision. Uh, he hits the hole with consistency when he sees it. Um, he rarely, uh, hesitates. He normally goes right for it. Um, the only thing with his pass pro is uh, he kind of just relies on his, just his size. Sometimes he'll just throw his shoulder into a block and not really square up, um, or take him on like he should. So technique could improve there. Um, he can catch well wasn't used there a lot of what everything I saw. I mean, it looked natural. It looked like he done his whole, done his whole life. So I, I think he could probably utilize as a pretty good passing back as well. Um, and doesn't have the best long speed really. I mean, he's this guy, I, I mean, he could test out differently, but I think his 40 time will, will make a difference for him uh, at the uh, combine. We'll have to see, but um, what I saw though, just not a, not a lot of breakaway speed from him, but again, good back. Um, so it's all in context. Like I said, all these guys are an upgrade. So I mean, for what we have, uh, 83.2 overall PFF grade, 82.9 in zone, 76.9 in gap, uh, 56 forced tackles missed. And that was 23rd and 647 yards after contact. That was 59th uh, overall. So um, like I said, not bad. Big dude, big physical guy. Saw a decent amount of them at Texas A&M. So, you know, uh, I'd be okay with that. All right, hometown dude for all the Georgia fans, James Cook. Uh, decided not to go to the senior bowl last week. I kind of was hoping he would like to kind of see what happened there, but decided not to go. He is five foot 11, 190 pounds, 113 rushing attempts, of course, sharing the load there with a couple of guys, Zeus and, and whatnot. Uh, 728 yards, 6.4 average. Very good, solid there. Seven touchdowns, 27 receptions for 274 yards. Um, just a natural pass catcher. And uh, I've obviously seen a lot of Georgia games just being here and uh, it being on TV and being the SEC. Um, 
dude's a hell of a route runner too. I mean, he runs routes better than some receivers I've seen. So, I mean, he, uh, he can really do that really naturally. He's lined up in the slot. He's lined up uh, outside. Uh, he goes in motion. He can literally do pretty much everything um, on that side of the ball. I mean, he's, he's pretty impressive. Uh, obviously his brother being Dalvin cook uh, uh, from Florida state, who's now Minnesota, pretty decent, you know, running back there. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's a good pass blocker for the most part. Again, is a, uh, Kind of like other guys, you know, his technique's not fantastic. He could improve that. But uh, good footwork. Uh, he can create a lot of space behind the line of scrimmage. He doesn't get – he's got a fast enough feet he can make guys miss behind the line of scrimmage. Kind of very much like Kyron Williams from from, uh, from Notre Dame. Uh, good change of direction. Uh, he's vi- He's got good vision. He's patient. I've, uh, so I watched him, you know, wait for his blocks to set up. He can uh, run outside. He can get between the tackles. Uh, very good overall speed. He can. He, he's got some pretty solid burners there. Uh, and just like Isaiah, I watched him block downfield in a lot of different plays, uh, willing to go in and get in there with rushers. Uh, you know, it, with his size, kind of similar to Kyron, uh, gets pushed back a lot, gets kind of slammed, sometimes gets thrown back depending on the rusher. Um, so, again, not, not for lack of effort, just – size he could afford to put on a few pounds to be honest in my opinion if he could get to two five you know 200 205 maybe even 210 and i don't know how that would affect him overall as his uh you know uh, you don't want to you don't want to mess up his his quickness and really what makes him special but you know if he could keep some of that and gain 10 15 20 pounds then uh, he'd be pretty stout back there and pass pro but uh he only had five games with uh 10 plus carries in his entire career so i mean another guy that just doesn't have a lot of tread on the tires uh and you know Obviously, I know a lot of guys, a lot of Georgia fans that would be very happy to have him on the team. Uh, I'm not a Georgia fan, but I will be just, I will be fine to have him. I have no problem them drafting him. Uh, he had an 85 overall PFF, 74.1 zone grade, and 84.9 gap grade. Uh, 25 force missed tackles. Again, this is based on his <clears throat> on his carries of 113, so it really doesn't that doesn't qualify, doesn't quantify really. And then 442 yards after contact. So you know, three, almost three quarters of his yards were made after contact. So that tells you a lot about the type of runner he is right there. Uh, let's see. Moving on to, let's just go with Hassan Haskins from Michigan. Six foot one, 220 pounds, 270 attempts this year. 100, I'm sorry, 1,327 yards, 4.9 per carry. 20 touchdowns, 18 receptions, 431 yards. So to me, he's similar to Brian Robinson from Alabama. Just probably a little bit more athletic. Um, very physical, finishes his runs. Uh, great contact balance. Rarely does he go down when he gets hit first uh, or when he takes the first hit. Um, good spurt, good burst in space. Uh, and he cuts really well for his size, actually. His, his feet are pretty impressive for a guy that big. Um, he can get vertical pretty fast, but he doesn't have that top end speed either. As far as just breakaway, going to just, you know, fly by you, um, can, uh, could be a little bit more, uh, he can have a little bit better lean to him. He can get upright sometimes. Um, but like I said, very good, fast feet. They're always moving. He's patient. Uh, another guy that's going to run through arm tackles like they're nothing. Uh, I think he's, he looked fine catching the ball again. He wasn't utilized very much doing that, but he looked good to me when he caught it um can't always doesn't have the speed sometimes like that short speed to get to the edge which is what you you know the only thing y'all worry about with him uh he's definitely more of an inside the hash type of guy um he 
seem to have more success there. I mean, I watched them burst through congestion and just, you know, run through stuff you didn't think you were going to get through. And then he pops out the other side and he's going to take an off for 20 or 30 yards. So uh, definitely that's, you know, type of runner he is. Um, he, he can get outside. He just, like I said, sometimes based on what I saw, uh, you know, if, if they're stretching him out, he's not making the corner a lot of times. Um, and he's, uh, his upside may not just be as high as the other running backs in the class, but um, I think he could be successful, especially in the right scheme and the right setup, um, which, I mean, you look at the back, you know, I mean, no, I'm not comparing him to Derek, Derek Henry whatsoever, but with Arthur Smith, the way he used Derek Henry in, in Tennessee, I mean, it's, they're somewhat similar, but not, like I said, nobody, nobody is Derek Henry. Nobody has that combination of size and speed like Derek Henry does. Um but uh, I do think this dude could be successful. And I think he could, he could work out here, um, to be honest with you. Uh, the only thing I said, the, the biggest thing for me is just uh, I, I want to have a guy with, with that top end speed. I want to get a guy that can get the second level and just low pass guys because that's, you know, that can be a game changer. Um, very good grade overall about PFF 91.2, 79.3 in zone rush, and uh, 87 in gap. Uh, 53 missed tackles. Forced that was 27th overall and 825 yards after the after contact, which is 17th overall. So not too shabby for Mr. Haskins. So another guy though that didn't didn't go to the uh, Senior Bowl that I wanted to I was hoping would go. So he did not go either. Um, so talked about Brian Robinson. We'll just move on to Brian Robinson after I get a drink because I'm not used to talking 100 percent of the time. So he is six foot one, 225 pounds, <clears throat> 271 rushing attempts, 1,243 yards for a five yard average, 14 touchdowns, 35 receptions for 296 yards. I said this uh, now, obviously, most of y'all know I'm an Alabama fan. So I've seen every single one of his games. I've watched them since, and he hasn't had a lot of time because, you know, he was behind guys like Josh Jacobs and Najee, uh, Najee Harris and, you know, guys like that, uh, Damian Harris. Um, so, I mean, it's, you know, uh, it's, it's obvious that, you know, he wasn't going to break in there, but he, he stood, he, he waited it out. He waited his turn and, uh, you know, he, he did a hell of a job this year. And um, he kind of reminds me of like a Latavius Murray, to be honest, like if I was going to compare him to somebody, uh, he's obviously a big thumping running back. Um, I think his 40 time for sure is going to be important for him at the, at the combine. I think there's probably teams that are a little worried about that top end speed. Um, but he's very downhill runner, very physical, uh, doesn't have a lot of mileage, even though he had 271 attempts this year. I mean, that this is his first year starting. So, uh, he's been used sparingly over the last three years of his career or actually his entire career, um, until this year. So not a lot of tread, but very aggressive. Um, he can absorb hits and keep going. Uh, I don't know if you saw in the Georgia game, I think it was in the national championship game or the, or the SEC championship game. I can't remember, but. Uh, he bounced off like three different dudes uh, in Georgia's defense. You know, they're not slouches They're Most of them are going to be in the NFL. So, I mean, and they, it was impressive as hell to, to say the least. Um, but uh, like I said, his long speed, I'm not, I'm not, I, I didn't see him just, you know, burn people. I haven't ever. So that's the only thing that uh, he's got going against him. Doesn't have that elite quick burst, you know, at that, for that size. Um but he's very patient. He waits on his blocks. He's got good feet in the backfield. He's kind of a one cut and go type of guy. Uh, he will juke a little bit, make you miss, but uh, you know, that's not really his game. Um, good pass catcher. 
he's good in pass pro. I don't know if you saw the the uh, clip from Channing Tindall last week at the Senior Bowl. Uh, Channing came in and he just blew him up, uh, but didn't Channing beat him on like the next two or three as well? So, um, you know, Tindall's one of the quicker linebackers I think coming out. So that was that was pretty cool to see. But um, he's not afraid of anybody rushing. Uh, he's going to step up and square up to any 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 dude coming in. So uh, his pass protection is very very good. Um, can be a little bit upright coming out of his cuts. And I think that's pretty obvious on film when you watch him. Um, but for the most part, it's got a good lean to him when he runs. Uh, doesn't have the best field vision in the world like some of the bigger backs. He runs straight into the into the crowd sometimes when he could cut it outside. Um, and uh, sometimes in pass pro, and I've seen this just with me watching uh, him over the year, last year, um, it looks like he either – doesn't quite understand who he's going to be responsible for or just has trouble identifying where the pressure is coming from. Uh, sometimes he was late to the block. Um, so th those are all things that could be cleaned up, you know, as he, as he gets more experience and, you know, depending on what kind of uh, offense he's in, but um, yeah, I mean, a dude that's probably going to go later in the draft depends. I think it really depends a lot on his 40 because he's got a lot of the, a lot of the traits that you want as a running back. Uh, that speed, that like I said, that top end speed is probably the, the biggest thing holding him back, um, and that people are concerned about. Um, you know, but I've seen him anywhere from fourth to to sixth round. Um, so I mean, if if we don't pick a running back till that late, and he's still there, then yeah, absolutely, I, I, would, I would be just fine taking a taking a chance on him. Um, he was eighty five point nine overall PFF grade, um, eighty eight point three in zone, eighty point three in gap. 79 missed tackles force, which was sixth uh, in the nation, and 891 yards after contact, which was 12th. Um, so, yeah, uh, again, big thumping guy who I know I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be mad about, wouldn't be mad about taking. Um, moving on to Jerome Ford from Cincinnati, five foot 11, 220 pounds, 214 attempts. Uh, 1,307 yards at a 6.1 per average per, per rush clip, 19 touchdowns, 21 receptions for 220 yards. So he was obviously, you know, most of y'all know he's a former Bama transfer or his former Bama, uh, former Bama back. He transferred to Cincinnati. He was, uh, his running back room was full of people. Like I said, um, Josh Jacobs, Najee, Damian, B-Rob, they were all there. So, uh, he was used very sparingly. So he got, he transferred out. Um, this dude does have that home run like hitter speed. He, he has that just blazing speed. Then it showed out against UGA. If and if you watched that game, uh, that was in 2020. Uh, but he left that defense in the dust. Um, they were they were watching his cleats as he uh, as he ran through them. Um, on one on one in particular run, uh, but very quick and explosive. He can make people miss. He can plant and go. Um, got really good leg drive. Like one, one other guy who embraces the contact and at 220 pounds at five foot eleven. Um, you know, patient shows good vision. Um, he got better as a catcher, I think, this year. Um, that he wasn't that's not his that wasn't his strong suit, but he definitely improved it. Uh, pretty intelligent when it comes to pass protection, it seems. Um, he, he's I, I watched a lot where he he picked up a blitzer, he would come outside, he would chip, he looked to seem to really know where to step in and what and what to do. So that was impressive. 
Um, and sometimes I think, and again, this is kind of goes, a lot of backs have this issue, but uh, they'll throw a shoulder into the blocker instead of squaring up to him. So just technique needs to be worked on and he can get, he can still improve a little bit as a pass catcher. Um, but um, overall, like I said, I, I would be happy with this dude. Uh, 86.2 overall PFF grade, 78.5 zone and 89 gap. Uh, 52 missed tackles forced. That was 28th and 656 yards after contact. That was 56th. So, you know, like I said, uh, it'll be interesting to see how these guys all test out at the, uh, at the combine, see if that separates anybody from anyone else. Uh, let's see, moving on to, all right, last two guys, I guess. Yeah. Last two guys. All right. So this dude, I literally have watched none of or at least games. I saw maybe one game of his in his entire career here. Um, and I started seeing more about him. I started watching more film and learning more about him. And uh, he's became one of my favorite guys, I think, in this draft. Uh, and I would love to – he might be – wherever he's going to fall, I think, you know, he, I, I would I would love to have this dude. Um, Tyler Algier from BYU, 5'11", 220 pounds. He's a former walk-on linebacker, all right? Um, so he wasn't even supposed to be running back, I guess, technically. So he's a dude that could possibly be a 4-4 guy. Um, and he had 275 attempts, uh, 1,611 yards, 5.9 average, 23 touchdowns, 28 receptions, 499 yards. Uh, this dude is explosive as hell in open space. Uh, he has another gear that people, some just some people just don't have. I mean, they, he, when he gets going, he can just fly. Uh, shifty runner, really good balance, runs through arm tackles, can burst through congestion, uh, can surge forward for short yardage gains, very violent bursts in those short yardage gains that I watched. Um, good vision, attacks the hole very decisively, comes downhill. He's a good receiver. He's good in pass protection. He will square up. I watched him square up to a lot of guys. He wasn't using his shoulder, throwing his shoulder, just, you know, using his, uh, his athletic ability. He was actually – looks like he was using some technique, which could come from just, you know, being a linebacker and playing different positions like that. Um, but willing to chip, um, really good full field as well. I'll take this back. His vision is pretty good. His full field vision, I think, can get a little bit better because, again, like so many guys, will run into contact or run into, you know, crowded areas when there's other – spots he could go and get more yards um whether it's breaking it outside or whatever um he does need a little bit of space to get going but man once he gets going like i said just top end speeds fantastic um can't create his own space very well uh one downside and uh he could sustain his blocks a little bit longer from what i've watched um but that's you know like i said the stuff that that's stuff that can be worked and fixed um nothing nothing about him scared me where I would say, don't take him. Um, I thought, like I said, just to have that home run hitter type of guy in our offense um, that can block, that can pass pro and, you know, his size, I mean, 220 pounds still. And that mentality, linebacker mentality, he seems like a very smart kid. I watched a few videos on him from BYU. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. He just became my favorite. I mean, it's just, you know, you have those guys, he's what he's that for me. Uh, so 90.4 overall PFF grade, 89.9 in zone, 76 in gap, uh, 76 missed tackles forced, which was ninth overall, 1,143 yards after contact, which was second overall, right behind Kenneth Walker. So, again, you know, that, that's huge. Um, and like I said, he can catch the ball really well, just natural pass catcher. So 
that's my guy. That's who I want later in the draft. But, you know, like I said, any of these guys upgraded, I'm good. And the dude that caught my eye last week that um, I wasn't even going to cover, but I decided to, this is the last guy, uh, Rashad White out of Arizona State. Got the invite to the Senior Bowl, I think, when, when uh, Cook and Haskins has had a not to come. So, you know, Arizona State's normally on at like 10 p.m. And I don't really see a ton of Arizona State football. And I don't really watch or care about Arizona State football. So I rarely watched any of those games. Uh, but this dude is six foot two, 210 pounds, uh, 183 rushing attempts for 1,000 yards, 5.5 average, 15 touchdowns, 43 receptions for 456 yards. So what stands out there, obviously, 43 receptions. Uh, I watched, I think, four games on this guy. Excuse me. And, uh, yeah, they, they use him a lot as a receiver uh, out of the backfield. And next to James Cook, uh, easily the best pass-catching back I've seen in this in this uh, all of this class from the guys I watched. Um, very, very smooth runner. I mean, he just looks like it's easy. Looks like he's gliding. Uh, makes very easy cuts. He has that second gear, too, just very similar to Algier as far as, I mean, he can just outrun the second level and third level of defense. Uh, Rarely goes down on the first hit. Very good contact balance. Uh, definitely utilizes all the PlayStation buttons. He can he can spin. He can juke. He's got all the in his repertoire and uses them all very effectively. He can hurdle. I've seen him hurdle multiple guys. He hurdled a guy last week at the Senior Bowl, um, actually in the game. Um, like I said, he's all, yeah, I already said that. He's the best pass catching back. Him and Cook, I'd probably maybe put this guy ahead of James Cook uh, by a little bit as far as uh, pass catching ability. Um, doesn't have the elite short burst explosiveness, but it's not bad. It's definitely not uh, – it's, it's, it's good, let's put it that way. Um, the In pass pro, he needs to get probably true up his technique a little bit. And like some of the – he's 210 pounds, six foot two, so he's a little bit lankier than some of the guys. Uh, he looks almost like a receiver sometimes around the ball, but, uh, you know, he can get – I watched him get shot backwards in a few of the pass protections. Um, so – I think shears up the technique a little bit. And, and mainly it was because of technique, to be honest with you. It wasn't because he was just not strong enough to, to handle it. He just didn't have quite what he needed there as far as a, a technical base. But uh, all that can be improved uh, with practice. But uh, a 90.7 overall PFF grade, 82.6 in zone, 88.8 in gap, uh, 44 missed tackles and forced, and 619 yards after contact out of the 1,000 yards that he had. So – um, this is, it's interesting, dude. Uh, I, I've read a few articles on him. Uh, the one, the draft network actually put out about, uh, you know, why they thought he could be a three down back. Cause a lot of the guy, you know, a lot of the articles I read were saying, you know, they're looking more at this guy to be a third down back because of his, his pass catching ability and his ability to obviously pass pro, uh, which again, needs to improve a little bit, but, uh, yeah, I would, this guy could be a sleeper. Uh, I think he, he might be around late, late in the draft, um, I do think he improved his stock last week. I think he had a really good week um, for uh, for himself then at the Senior Bowl, Senior Bowl week. Uh, I think he'll test well when it comes to the speed and everything at at uh, at the combine. So yeah, this guy he could move up, but if he doesn't, he could be a steal for somebody because um, he's definitely got some. I was impressed. I liked him a lot, uh, and I'm glad I'm glad I took the time to, to check him out because, like I said, I was just going to stop. Uh, the 10, but uh, yeah, I wanted to uh, to check him out. So let me just make sure I got everybody. And I think I did. 
Yes, I did. Okay, cool. Awesome. All right, guys. So that's the running backs, 11 running backs, right? Uh, or 10, 11, whatever. I don't even know. Um, that we went through there. And like I said at the beginning of the show, and I continue to say, um, yeah, I mean, we're going to get an improvement no matter who we draft because, um, you know, no, no disrespect to the guys that we have. Oh, take that back. If CP is there and we bring him back, clearly, you know, he's going to be part of the running game just like he was this year. Uh, it would be super nice to have a compliment to him that uh, was effective. Uh, no disrespect to, 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 to Mike Davis. I think he'd tell you the same. In fact, he did, I think, on Twitter tell you the same. He was very upset with the year that he had. It wasn't uh, up to his standards. So, um, you know, we just need some production out of that. We've we got to get a running game next year um, that will help Matt out, that will help out the passing game, that will help everything out, uh, help the defense out. We can sustain a little bit longer drives. Um, a, lot of pro, a lot of pros to having a good running game. So that's just something that we've got to improve next year. Uh, I don't think there's any way we don't take one of these guys in the or a running back period. We we've, we've need to take a running back at some point. Um, or if they're, you know, I, I, I didn't look, I haven't looked into free agency yet. We'll get into that on some on future shows uh, when that starts up, but they're closer. Yeah, well, it's around the corner, right? March 1st, I think. So um, we'll start talking about that. But yeah, I would like to see one of these young guys. I think there's a, a few that fit what we'd like to do here um, that um, that would make really good impacts and immediate impacts. I mean, I think on the, on the team. So um, yeah, anyway, so that's it guys. I uh, hope you learned something and uh, you know, uh, it's a quicker show, but it's just me. I'm not going to sit here and babble about uh, stuff when I'm talking to uh, nobody. So yeah, uh, we'll be, like I said, we'll be back on Saturday uh, with JR from pound for pound. Be me, Mike, and JR, possibly Toby as well. So we'll have a blast talking about, like I said, their experience at the Senior Bowl, uh, more Falcons news and notes, and uh, their opinions on just everything around the team and uh, have a good discussion. So looking forward to that big time. And guys, as always, <clears throat> excuse me, you can reach out to us at atlfalconfancast at gmail.com. We will read out every email that we get. Um, got one last week, I think uh, we did with Damsky. I read that out. Um, so yeah, well, any, any of that, any comments uh, through Twitter, you want to comment or send us a message. Uh, we're on Instagram, out of your Falcon mind. On Twitter, we are out of your effing mind. Um, just F and N, that's it. Uh, so yeah, that's it, man. We hope you guys enjoyed it and uh, we will catch you on Saturday. Have a good rest of the week. And hopefully we will have something positive to talk about by on Saturday. Who knows? I mean, you know, I don't know what, what positive news might possibly come out, but uh, you never know with these guys. It's a constant uh, every day is something new with the Falcons. So we will see. Anyway, thanks, guys. We appreciate it. And we will catch you on Saturday. We out.